Hey family, Reverend Russ back again with another Ministry Pivot. Uh, super excited that you all decided to join us here at Ministry Pivot. Don't forget to like, to comment, to share, to subscribe. Uh, don't forget to go onto the website, read some of the articles. Big shout out uh, to my ministry partners uh, there uh, that I partner with on each article. Today, uh, I'm excited, uh, saddened as well, but excited about the conversation that we're going to have today with uh, my dear friend, uh, Pastor Heather Palacio, super excited about uh, the work that she's been able to do, but also you heard me say saddened uh, that the work is needed. Uh, Pastor Heather has been uh, a friend uh, for decades. Pastor Heather uh, is a, uh, a known resource, a known leader, uh, and, and a few years ago, God inspired her to create uh, what is called Life Box, and it, it, it really is a box of hope. It's a box uh, that helps people understand that that there is reason to live, that uh, those who are struggling with suicide, those who are struggling with taking their own life, uh, she and her team have come up uh, with Lifebox and a ministry to really help them. And she talks during this pivot about the thousands of people that they've been able to encourage, to help. Uh, we talk about signs uh, to be able to spot or highlight, spot or really think about uh, those that may need a Lifebox. And we just talk about the fact that at the end of the day, God has given us all hope and hope to live according to our purpose. So without me talking uh, any more, more. Go ahead uh, and tune in right now to my conversation with uh, Pastor Heather uh, talking through Lifebox. God bless. Pastor Heather, thank you so much for getting on uh, Ministry Pivot and being a part of this pivot. You were a part of one of the early, early pivots. Uh, I'm going to link it in the show notes, but super excited to have you here. Thought that this conversation uh, is super important to have all the time, uh, but especially uh, to have during this season as we get ready, uh, when this air is probably getting ready uh, for the next part of the year, maybe even the last quarter of the year. Uh, and sometimes during that holiday season, sometimes during uh, those seasons, people uh, get a little discouraged. And so, uh, Pastor Heather, I gave a little bit of an intro uh, to who you are, what you've been doing. Big shout out, uh, Pastor Raul uh, and the family there. Uh, I, I used to live in South Florida and they were uh, family, still are family, super excited about uh, what God is doing there uh, with you guys. But I gave a little bit of an intro, uh, but I would love if you would help for those who are watching, those who are listening, uh, those who are working out even right now, uh, to learn a little bit about uh, Pastor Heather and learn a little bit about uh, what God is, is, is entrusted to your heart to do, which I think is phenomenal. Uh, we talked off camera a minute ago. Uh, I hate the fact that it is something that is needed, but I love right. the fact that you're answering that need. I'm going to stop and let you talk. My bad. <laughs> well, thanks for having me again. You know, I love you and the family oh. and yes. the new little guy. So squishy. <laughs> uh I'm biased to sons. I have two and I also have three brothers and all three of my dogs are boys. So wow, I love it that you guys got a son, but I know Karis is a queen too. So she's great. She Shout out to her. Um, so I'm going to be, um, I'm, I'm 49 right now. And for 41 years, Reverend, I've struggled with uh, suicide. Mm. Um, and I think what's a little unorthodox is that I'm a Christian so um, I've struggled with it or attempted in every stage of a person's life leading up to the current day, which means I've struggled with suicide as a child, as a teenager, as a college student, mm. as a young career person, as a spouse, as a parent, in a pandemic, and as an extension of the sudden loss of a loved one. So 
there's a lot of seasons of a person's life that I have been tested with taking my own, but I'm still here. And the struggle is real, man, but I work really hard. We are all struggling with something. Yeah. Um, Mine is, is suicide. And so I've had to do a lot of work and a lot of consulting with God and a counselor to keep my eyes above the waves and, and I'm doing it. And so during COVID, um, you know, I recognized that there was this shutdown, which didn't allow me to do the normal pastoring and ministry that I do to marginalized or mentally hurting people. I wasn't allowed to go to visit people in a hospital, in detox, in prison, in psych wards. It was all shut down. Wow. But Reverend, they were still reaching out to me. Wow. So we had to get very creative. And that's when we started shipping what I normally would take mm. to people in a visit. And that was in my dining room where I am right now. We started shipping what what has now become known as a life box. Mm-hmm. So a life box is a box of essentials and extras yeah curated to every single person um, that is anywhere going through anything so they will not give up yeah because i believe in my heart that one more suicide is one too many Amen. amen so in the 32 months since we've started curating and shipping these life boxes in 32 months We've done 11,002 life boxes to 50 states and 14 countries. Wow. 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 Let me, let me, let me. So there's a lot to unpack and I want (laughs) to, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to brush through this um, because this, this conversation is, is, is super important, um, super pivotal, I think, because there may be somebody who's watching, who's listening, who uh, may be struggling. Uh, or who may know someone who's struggling uh, and you don't know they're struggling. So we're going to talk about some some signs uh, to help those who are, who are watching and listening to be able to uh, pinpoint stuff and not that the person who pinpoints it is the one to help because you right. said uh, there are seasons of it. Let me also uh, say we talked offline and, and you know, uh, uh, very recently, a year ago or so, when this comes out, I lost my dad and, and that and I've always been a proponent. I've always, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been preaching now for almost 20 years. I've been uh, saved uh, and loving the Lord uh, for some decades. Uh, and you said something though, that you said that un- it's unorthodox for you to be, uh, I think the word for a Christian and struggling uh, with suicide. And I, I want, I want, I want to pause and dig into that for a moment, but let me finish my, my first statement of my dad uh, passing I, and, and my, my wife, shout out Reverend Erica, Erica, I call her Erica. Erica. I don't call her Reverend Erica, uh, but um, I, 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 she's a marriage and family therapist, um, but my dad passing, and I've said this before on, in, in, on, on the pivot, uh, pushed me to do uh, therapy consistently uh, yeah. because I needed it. Uh, because I understood that while I talk to Christ, while the Lord loves me and I love the Lord, while I know scriptures, while I preach and I teach, um, I still, I also needed the support of the community and the community in this way are trained men and women of God um, mm-hmm. who know 
uh, scripture, but who also know uh, uh, practical keys and practical points to help you walk through. But I say that to, to, to just put that in a box um, so that it's clear. Um, but also, but I, but I want to go back. Why do you think there is such a stigma for people who are Christian and also struggling with suicide or struggling uh, with the quality of life is re really what I want to I want to kind of leave it. And I could be totally wrong uh, <laughs> in, in, in that in that uh, statement. But 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 why do you think there is a stigma in that? I think and this is my opinion, but I believe that the Christian world struggles with the acknowledgement of mental affliction because it's not included in seminary. Yeah. So you've got all these awesome lead pastors of ginormous churches and little church plants and everything in between leading their flock. But had, they've never had the most of them have not had included in their education. What do you do if someone's suicidal? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've, we've, we've created this chasm between the church world and the psychological world. And, and yet God designed both. Yeah. God designed our spirits and God designed our minds. So we've got the same creator of both of these, but we've created this compartmentalization yeah. in the church. And I yeah. think it's because of, of lack of, of, of training and education. It's hard. Yeah. It would be hard for for you to get up and preach in the pulpit about how to do a triple bypass surgery. Why? You've never had training on it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally agree. And, and let me even uh, double down and say that sometimes I think our uh, view in the church is so uh, singular um, that we just see uh, the parts that we're used to, and we don't recognize the other parts that God has used. And, and it's crazy that we're talking about this. Crazy is a bad term. My wife always tells me that. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but um, but it, but but it is wild that that we're, that we're talking about this because literally, uh, shout out my church, Kingdom Fellowship, my pastor, Pastor Watley. We're walking through uh, Reverend Tucker, our discipleship guy, is walking the church through the Bible in a year uh, through the through the Bible app. Shout out you, version uh, Pastor Bobby and those guys over there. But 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 we're in, we're in the book of Psalms and, and, and literally, literally, literally the other day I'm reading through the Psalms. We're probably in like one, 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 twelve, whatever it is. And these are the ones where David is like the psalmist, but David is on the run. He got all this stuff going on. Like yeah. if you read the Psalms, like David had some mental stuff. David was oh, like, yeah. I literally read it and I was like, yo. Like he's, he's doubting this, he's doubting this, he's doubting this. But the thing I love about the Psalm and the reasons why I know we hang on to them and we, and we use them and God wanted to have them ordained and put in the scripture is because they always point to hope. Right. They always point at the end of the day to hope. And I, 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 I'm, I'm making a statement. If you want to comment on that, it's great. If not, it's cool. We can move. But I'm, I'm making a statement because I want to tie the two together that I don't believe that there should be a Christian stigma around suicide. At the end of the day, there should be an understanding that as Christians, we are made strong when we realize that we're weak. And right. that's what David did, right? That's that's what the word says. That's, that's what the understanding is. Because at the end of the day, if we can do it by ourselves, for ourselves, then there's no need for God. Right. Um, so I, 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 I find encouragement in people who are 
bold and honest enough like you, Pastor Heather, to even consistently talk about your struggle in a way that helps bring light to it and a way that also helps people understand that, well, then I can be honest. And if I can be honest, I can still be here because Pastor Heather is still here, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna pause. I don't know if you wanna say anything to that. If not, we can move to the next thing. Well, I, you know, a um, couple of things. First of all, you know, the church, because of the, the overall church having this naivete um, about it, you know, has to find a way to justify their parishioners struggling with it still. Um, and so then that's why I think in a lot of churches it becomes, well, it's, it's a lack of faith. Yeah. And I'll just say, as someone that struggled with suicide for 41 of my 49 years, I don't believe I have a lack of faith. I believe I have abundant faith because it takes a lot of faith to live when you want to die. That's good. Uh, and so I try to share that whenever I can. And, and, and I'm not, and I'm not mad or bitter or resentful I, you know i just believe that god's allowing me to have a voice in this area and i'll use it wherever he leads me to use it but the other thing is that you know the reason i never get my undies in a wad about the church not wanting to talk about it is because the bible talks about it and i'm very very comforted to know that maybe the churches don't want to include my story but god's book includes my story Already. Because Elijah wanted to give up. Moses wanted to give up. Jonah wanted to give up. Jesus himself in the garden was like, please take this cup from me. So there, you know, there's these, these um, amazing godly men in the Bible um, that, that had these moments where they just couldn't take it anymore. And I'm so encouraged by that. I'm so thankful that God included their stories in his word. He didn't have to. Yeah. 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 No. And, that, and, that, and that's awesome. I had um, a friend of mine, a colleague of mine, uh, Reverend Dr. Nicole uh, Massey Barton on uh, the pivot recently. And we talked about the Bible and we talked about the, that at the end of the day, that the Bible allows you to see yourself, not just in scripture, but in the word, uh, in, 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 the, in, the, in the world rather. Uh, and that a lot of the times that the tension is people can't see themselves, but God, like you said, intentionally wrote and intentionally saw every facet of life. So there's nothing that we can deal with that God hasn't dealt with. Now, it may not give us the answer we want, right. uh, but there's nothing that we can deal with that God hasn't dealt with. And then to trump it all, uh, because all of the judges didn't work and all of the kings didn't work, uh, he came to be like us uh, so that he could feel it all, see right. it all, have it all, and be able to say, yeah, I triumphed it all. And because I did it, you can do it. And I think that is a, a, a ridiculous uh, testimony, but also assurance uh, for us, whether, whether, whether you're watching, listening uh, today, tonight, whatever it is, that, that, that regardless to how you feel, God knows how you feel and God has comfort for you. But as Pastor Heather is doing, you need to also be able to, to struggle with it, right? Be able to wrestle with it, but be able to try to figure out how you have uh, comfort in knowing that God is with you through it. Uh, because yeah. I think that's a lot of the times I, I you know, you're, 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 you're a parent of children. I'm, I'm now a parent of children. I have one kid now I got two. Uh, and one of the things I can tell you as a father is the things that I can't help with, even though I can't help with it because I'm not God, um, I'm going to be in it with my children. 
Um, yeah. and, and that I think is, 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 is one of the resounding reminders of how awesome God is, is that sometimes yeah. we just want to pull a cord and he's like, yeah, no, let's hold a cord together. Uh, and, and, right. and, and, and then we can deal with this later on. So I think that that's an awesome um, opportunity. I want to, I want to I, I ask you specifically about LifeBox. So we, we, we've talked for, for, for years now, unfortunately about yeah. this, but I, I again, yeah. I love the fact that you are. Uh, still pushing. I love the fact that you all are growing. You're, you're growing your team. Uh, but 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 help me and help others understand. I know I know, I know you got a picture of a life box. So you, you actually have one with you. So let's let, let's show that um, uh, so that people can see. But tell us like what you talked about it being curated. You talked about it being a box of hope. But tell us what's 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 in a life box and how do well. Let's just ask what's in a life box. I ask another question after that. So the requests come in through the website and mm -hmm. they are um, processed by the team and I in a warehouse. We take every single request and we curate a life box to that person's affliction. Mm -hmm. And how their affliction is determined is there is a drop down menu that allows them to select what they're going through. And so, you know, for example, this one that I'm going to show you guys, this is a life box for um, a male battling depression. Hmm. And in it, we include, first of all, a handwritten card. Every single life box gets a handwritten note to just say, we believe in you. Yeah. We're, God is for you. Yeah. We want to encourage you to keep going. And we're praying for you. Every single life box gets that. Um, then there's, you know, there's always a Bible, but I'll be honest with you during some of my darker hours, it's been kind of daunting to just start reading a Bible Yeah, mentally. You're not there. So based on my experience, we always comp or supplement the Bible with short devotions that are about what they're going through. So because this is a male struggling with depression, there's a yeah. man's depression devo. There's awesome. another one called Beyond a Cheer Up Theology Devo. There's a card for a guy to put in his wallet if he starts to panic, how he can calm himself. Wow. Um, everyone gets the devotion, what on earth am I here for? Because I think if you know your value, you'll struggle with taking your life once you understand why you're here. There's a journal for the guys to just vent, let it all out. A card that talks about why they're needed, why they're on earth. Then I'm really big on making sure we give people something to get their mind off their minds. If you've struggled with any kind of mental affliction, your mind is a monster. Yeah, It's not your master if Jesus is your savior. You and I have the power to get our minds off our mind. And so I'm really big on putting in puzzles, stress balls, um, fidget keychains, doodle pads, pens, um, so that we have some outlets to get our mind off of our mind. And then there's some chapstick in here, some tissues, some, and then lifesavers. That is awesome. That <laughs> yeah. is awesome. So let and me let me first say, box. There's always a QR code. Uh huh. I would say out of the eleven thousand we've done, about half of them are requested by concerned people for someone. Okay. Okay. So this person's getting this life box. They're like, what the what? So if they scan the QR code, it's a video from me. 
And it's me letting them know why they receive this, what my struggle is, and what my hope is for them. That is awesome. So first of all, I'm, I'm going to, and I told you this off camera that I knew of some stuff that I didn't remember. So I have the pleasure of knowing you for years yeah. um, and uh, over a decade. And um, when Lifebox first started, I knew you and understood it and we talked through it. And um, I want to say publicly for everybody to hear, um, you all have done a phenomenal job evolving what Lifebox was and what you just currently went through. Because I remember the days where it wasn't. I remember the lifesaver. Um, I remember the yeah. pieces. I remember getting Bibles. Big shout out to ABS. I remember yeah. doing those things with you. Um, but you have evolved. So really kudos. That is, that is that is a super encouraging box. And it's great, the pieces that you've added. Um, mm-hmm. I could have said that to you off camera, but I'm saying on camera because <laughs> I think it's super important. Um, because it 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 shows the, the level of dedication um, mm-hmm. that you've put and your team has put into making this quality that will help people, as you said, and I love this term, to get their mind off of their mind, Um, which I think is such a phenomenal, like that's a whole lesson on itself. Um, Because a lot of the time, it's not um, the things that are happening to us, it's us happening to us. Um, And you providing the resources in that box. So that is that is super cool. Uh, a handwritten note. That is super cool. Um, all of the pieces. That is super cool. So, so let me let me ask you. Um, and I, I don't want you to share any names, obviously. Um, but you've been doing this for a while now. You have um, over eleven thousand uh, people who have been impacted and who have made another decision, uh, which is we praise God for that even right now. Um, but are there like one or two stories that may stand out of like things that keep, and I'm saying it because um, I, I, I can think of the person who's listening and saying, well, it's not that far. Like I'm not, like I got stuff, but I don't got that stuff. If that, if that makes sense. Right. Uh, but I know, I know from doing ministry for as long as I've been doing it, that oftentimes um, what you think is not that serious actually is as serious as God is planting it. And the reason why God is allowing you to hear this or see this or be engaged in this is mm-hmm. because God wants you to be aware that he knows where you are. So right. any um, uh, um any, any story or thing that stands out, uh, again, I don't want no names. No, but no, no just, names. But I just, just, I'll just give you three examples so that your, your audience understands that people take their lives for a thousand different reasons. We do not just die by suicide because we are clinically crazy. Mm -hmm. And so when I think of all these 11,002 life boxes that have gone out, the reasons for them are just as diverse as humanity itself. We have had a pastor in South Africa request a life box for himself because he was suicidal. Wow. We've had a middle-aged person request a life box because they had to put their cat to sleep and was really struggling with the solitude in their home. Wow. We've had construction companies request a bulk of life boxes for their construction employees because currently in the United States, the number one industry for suicide is construction workers. 
Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm going to a construction company next week to speak and distribute life boxes. So, you know, if it's a construction life box, Reverend, you know, that's very, again, curated very differently than the woman who put her cat to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had military bases reach out for people getting ready to deploy to Ukraine. Wow. Um, we had a six-year-old boy whose mother was planning the murder of him and the suicide of herself. And the authorities got involved, but the loved one of the six-year-old that he ended up going to live with requested a life box for him. Wow. Um, we've had, I've had a, one that stands out is a Jewish homosexual crystal meth addict who wanted to die and give up. And not only did we send that person a life box with a Bible, (laughs) but now that person two years later is still alive and requests life boxes for the homeless addicts in her, in her community. Wow. Praise God. Yeah. That's, that's, that is, those stories are phenomenal, but the, I mean, again, and like I opened up with, like, I hate that we have it, but I love the fact that we have it, right? I love the fact that we have you and your team mm-hmm. um, who are helping with it. I hate the fact that you have those stories, um, but I love the fact that we have the hope that you all are bringing uh, and that you all and God is empowering you to bring. So I got a couple more questions, not not much longer, because I know people are going to tap out the algorithm. You know, we don't, we have, we have a spiritual <laughs> Uh, ADHD. So um, I want to I want I want to be good uh, with time. But if if somebody who's watching, who's listening right now, um, and I, I want you to so first let's let's talk about the person who's watching, listening right now, and uh, they may know someone that mm-hmm. needs a life box, but they're not sure mm-hmm. uh, because I, I I would imagine too that you don't want to send it to someone who technically doesn't need it as, as like an offense but you're not sure. And so right. maybe there's some signs um, that you can help us with to understand um, who uh, may need it and the, and the way to go. Because I would assume that it's not just, uh, I think my neighbor needs it. I'm just going to send it without a conversation, right? right without right. like really trying to figure that right. out. So that, that, that's, that's the one person that I want you to talk to. The other oh. person I want you to talk to, the person who's watching this right now, and they may be like the pastor from South Africa who um says i need some help like i need i i need something um and 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 what what type of things should they do in order to to really you know beyond obviously go on the website and select for themselves but what is that look? so let's first the person who may know somebody what are some signs that that we can see well i mean i keep it very broad because again from my own experience I didn't always attempt to take my life or want to because a guy broke up with me. Mm-hmm. When I look at the longevity of my life, it's been a different reason every time. Mm-hmm. So wow. when you get a vibe that you're concerned about someone, whether it's because they have childhood trauma, generational curses, addiction, grief, loss, job change, divorce, infidelity, 
anxiety, depression, bullying. What if you're yeah. concerned for somebody because they're going through something, request a free life box and have it sent to them. There's nothing brainwashing. There's nothing jarring or offensive. And I'll be, I'll, I'll be real. I'll let you know. Just last week, we had a I had a mom reach out to me on DMs and say, somebody had this life box sent to my daughter. I don't know why. She's doing great. I appreciate it, but we don't really need it. And I said, hey, I apologize, but you can either throw it away or you could think of somebody in your life that you know could use it and you could give it to them. Wow. And she's good. like, that's what I'm going to do. So that's I'm like, good. even in the slightest chance that yeah. it shows up to somebody and their life is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing going on. Well, yeah. then why don't you pay it forward and give it to someone who is struggling? Yeah. No, that's great. So, you know, I, I can't say who should request one for somebody. I will just say, if you know someone's going through it and whatever that is, and they could use some encouragement, request a free life box. That's good. That's it, helpful. It's a box of encouragement. Who doesn't need encouragement? And it's free. And they're shipped to a priority. Yeah. That's um, great. And that's a great frame. Because yeah. I, I, I misspoke. So that, 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 that is a great frame. That everybody needs it. And who doesn't need hope? Who doesn't need encouragement? We get so many for um, for teachers mm -hmm. and first responders. We do wow. a lot of life boxes for teachers and first responders. Um, and then to your second question, let, to the example that I'd shared of the South African pastor who yeah. is yeah. struggling. If you're having thoughts of, of wanting to give up, of wanting to end your life, of wanting to be in heaven and not on earth, the first thing you need to do is you need to talk to somebody that is an expert in that field. Um, I liken it to if all of a sudden during this podcast, um, I started to have massive heart palpitations and I had to, um, you know, urgently cut off this podcast mm -hmm. yeah. because my heart was racing and it felt like it was going to collapse. Um, well, I would go find quickly a cardiologist. Yeah. Well, your brain's the same way. If all of a sudden your brain is signaling you to give up, to give in, to peace out, that's broken. And so you need to go talk to a professional about why there is something broken in your brain. Okay. Now, if it's if you if it if you need to do it right here, right now, then you text or call 988. And you will speak anonymously to a professional that will walk you through these thoughts you're having. Um, if you're not in an urgent state of wanting to give up, then you need to find a, a faith-based counselor. Yeah. And I, I spend a lot of time, Reverend, helping people find uh, professional help. And I'm happy to do it for anybody. Yeah. And then request a life box for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know you do. I, I know we've talked about it. I know that some help is in, is in the box, too, I think. Um, that, 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 that is super um, awesome. One thing that I wanted to note, I forgot about earlier on, but when we were talking about the pastor in South Africa and talking about just um, the the the, the uh, stigma of uh, suicide in Kurji Church, I remember again, Reverend uh, Dr. Nicole Martin uh, was a part of this group with Barner. We shout out to Barner um, and um, also uh, 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 the Black Christian Network, uh, Dr. Bree. Uh, there there is a uh, staggering number of pastors who yes. are 
um, depressed, who are yes. um, just feeling down, definitely during COVID. I think it, it shifted some as people are coming back out some. Um, but I, I wanted to, to note that and say that, and we'll put, uh, my team will put some of the stats inside the show notes, but I wanted to just further underscore that because um, even in the church, even the heads of the church, those who are leading the church, um, it's a lot to lead every Sunday. Right. It's a lot to lead every Sunday, regardless to what. It's a lot to lead every Sunday um, when people come and people don't come. Right. Um, it's a lot to lead every Sunday and take on what uh, are other people's burden so that you can go to the Lord on their behalf and you still got your stuff. Right. Um, so it, 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 it's it's a lot. And I don't, I don't think that any of us should take any of that uh, lightly. And so I just wanted to, to kind of note and underscore uh, um, that that part of it. If you, if you got a comment on that, I'll, I will say it. If not, I got the one. The only more. thing I'll say to you is yeah. in my phone, in notes, I keep the list of pastors who have died by suicide and the wow. year they died by suicide. Jesus. And I keep that list. So I won't get added to it. Wow. I, I tell, you know, I have to look at that once in a while and say, they're not here anymore. Yeah. But you are. Don't, don't get added to that list, Heather. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. And you will. Cause yeah. you, 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 you have um, beyond a super purpose and so is everyone who's watching, but yes. I, I, and that, the fact that you have a note like that is just, but we're going, we're going to pause uh, and move to the next thing. Cause that, 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 that's major. But again, if you are a pastor, if you are a leader, this is not um, a wild thought. This is something that I really believe, truthfully believe um, the reason pastor Heather and I are friends is because uh, we're friends. Um, uh, yeah. she, she's wild and I'm wild, but because God <laughs> has uniquely knitted us um, this way. And, and, and I truthfully believe that life box um, is something that um, more need to know about and, and more uh, need to support, which leads me to my last, my last thing that pastor Heather won't do it, um, but uh, <laughs> she needs to do it. Um, how can people, uh, support. She said several things, y'all. One thing she said was, this is a life box. Uh, she said, all of the resources in the life box are free. And then she said, uh, it's going to get to you no matter where you are in two days. All right. of that costs money. Right. Um, inflation, while it may be tickling down a little bit, is not zero. Um, so all of it costs money. All of it has increased in money. Um, and uh, Pastor Heather and her team uh, need support and help. How can someone uh, support and help uh, you all there with Lifebox? First, what kind of support and help, right? Uh, right. Specifically, right. Uh, is helpful. And then how can people go about doing that and, and supporting you all so that, that they can be a part, we can be a part of that? Right. Well, a great question. Thank you for asking. And I will awkwardly answer it because I this is not, <laughs> this isn't kind of a weak area for me with, in leadership. Um, there's two ways. One is invite me to come and share my story and distribute life boxes to your group. Um, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be viral. I don't need to be verified. I don't need pink M&Ms and flat water. I just don't want anybody to die by suicide. And yeah. I'm limited with opportunities to go and tell. Wow. But Jesus did commission us to go and tell. Yeah. And that yeah. is my heart's desire is to go and tell. And now what I'm able to do, Reverend, is not only go and tell my story, 
but I'm able to equip any audience with a life box for every single one of them so that they can use it for themselves or give it to somebody else who's struggling. So that's the first way is let HP come and share her story, whether it's virtual or live. Uh, The other way is on wonderful.com. Yeah. Yeah. There's a donate page. You can sponsor a life box for one person, or you can make a general donation and all of that, all those proceeds will go toward the curation of every single life box and it's shipping. I don't take a salary. I don't get paid for this. I do this for free and I'm happy to, because I feel like, um, you know, the reward for me is to help one more person not die by suicide. Amen. 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 Well, I, um, as I've said before to you, as I've texted you before, praise God for you. Um, thankful uh, for the gift that you are to the body, to the kingdom, um, and to those who um, are living and breathing, um, obviously because of Jesus, but because Jesus also empowered you and your team to send them a box of hope. Um, so I think that's super cool. Um, again, if you're watching, listening, um, in the show notes are going to be all the ways in which you can help uh, and support Pastor Heather and the team. You can get a life box. You can support a life box. You can tell somebody about a life box. Please share this uh, 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 pivot with somebody um, that you know, somebody that you like, somebody that you love, somebody that you don't like. Share this with them, too. They may The reason, the, the reason you might not like them, they, they might have stuff going on and they may right. need a life box. Right. Um, but uh, uh, please make sure you do that. Um, Pastor Heather, again, thank you. Uh, for jumping on with me, uh, with us for a few moments here, Ministry Pivot. Uh, any uh, last uh, thoughts, any last things you want to uh, share uh, with those who are watching or listening before we uh, sign off? I would just encourage anybody that's watching right now and is struggling with with living that, um, you know, you are the only one of you. Mm. I'm the only one of me. Mm. God did not create a backup in the box. Mm -hmm. or it and if you or i were to die we would leave a irreplaceable hole in the timeline of humanity that will never be filled and so whether life is very very brutal or beautiful and a blessing either way we don't have to be us we get to be us because god only made one of us That's good. That's a great note to end on. Uh, again, thank you, uh, Pastor Heather. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, love you. Praying for you yeah. all uh, and the family out there and also, of course, the ministry. Thank you. Um, and uh, look forward to uh, us talking again. And hopefully, um, I don't think, I don't know there'll be an end, so I can't say that. Um, <laughs> but uh, knowing that uh, we, you, you've encouraged more people. Uh, right. So thanks again yes, uh, sir. for coming on. I appreciate Reverend. it. <laughs> Pastor Heather, thank y'all again for getting on uh, Ministry Pivot. Uh, yes. Again, this is your season of opportunity. God bless. Man, I hope you were encouraged uh, by that conversation with Pastor Heather. I know I was encouraged. I'm excited about how they've evolved Lifebox since I knew about it. Uh, I learned some stuff with you all. Uh, please, again, don't forget to comment, to like, to share, to subscribe. To, for, for real, on this one, please don't forget uh, to share it with someone. Uh, as Pastor Heather said, even if uh, you think that uh, it, it may be an insult, it's not an insult because who doesn't need a box of hope? Who doesn't need encouragement in this day and time? And so I encourage you. 
uh, to check out the show notes. I encourage you uh, to reach out to her. I encourage you uh, to send this to someone. But more importantly, I encourage you uh, to know that your life has value, to know that your life uh, has hope and to know that there is life uh, at the end of the road. And so please, uh, if you are struggling with any of those uh, issues and dealing with any of those issues, please make sure that you uh, reach out to the help that I'll put inside uh, the show notes as well. Big shout out to my team here. Uh, don't forget uh, to go on to Ministry Pivot to look at all of the other uh, pivots that have come out already and even the ones that are coming up. And forget, of course, don't forget uh, to like, to comment, to share, and to subscribe. Uh, Ministry Pivot, uh, this is your season of opportunity. All you have to do is pivot toward it. Talk soon. God bless. Oh,